This is an ABC podcast. This is the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up. I'm Kaya Handley, dishing up the local stories you need to know about today. You know, they have found the evidence that that demonstrates that Kathleen did not smother or kill her children, so the door's not shut. A new inquiry has been announced into the Kathleen Folby case, and we take a look at the lack of mental health support around the hunter. Let's get into it. It's been nearly 20 years since Hunter Valley local Kathleen Folbig was convicted of a crime that shocked the public. ABC News at 7 with Felicity Davey and Tony Easton. In 2003, Folbig was convicted of the murder of three of her children, Patrick, Laura and Sarah, and the manslaughter of a fourth, Caleb. Each of her children died before they were two years old. Despite the conviction, the case has stayed in the public eye with various appeals and an 11-month judicial inquiry as recently as 2019 that found there was no reasonable doubt to her guilt. Yesterday, New South Wales Attorney-General Mark Speakman announced that there would be a new judicial inquiry conducted by recently retired Chief Justice Tom Bathurst. So what's led to another inquiry? Uh, I can well understand why members of the public may shake their heads and roll their eyes in disbelief about uh, the number of chances that Ms Folbick has had to clear her name and why does the justice system allow someone who's been convicted of homicides, multiple homicides, yet another go. Uh, but the evidence uh, clearly, in my view, reaches the necessary threshold for some kind of, of intervention. What's this evidence? Well, in 2019, an article published in the Journal of the European Society of Cardiology argued that two of Folbig's female children likely died from a genetic variant called CALM2. This variant is rare, but is known to cause sudden and fatal cardiac issues. Folbig herself has always maintained her innocence, saying that the children died from natural causes. Folbig's advocate, like her friend Helen Cummings, have argued that the convictions were largely circumstantial. The door's not shut, like the scientists, the pathologists, the doctors, everyone around the world. You know, they have found the evidence that, that demonstrates that Kathleen did not smother or kill her children. So, yeah, the door's been open. In March, 90 eminent scientists signed a petition to the New South Wales Governor pointing to new medical and scientific discoveries. I've been in contact with her for many years. Like, she knows, she knows that she has that support and, uh, God love her, I just wish that it had been better news today, though. I just feel a little bit, a little bit sad. That disappointment is because Kathleen's lawyers were pushing for a pardon from the Attorney-General. A pardon is not appropriate because the evidence does need to be tested, uh, even if its uh, protagonist say it is compelling, but it's not appropriate that it be tested behind closed doors. Justice in New South Wales has to be transparent and open. A date has yet to be set for the inquiry, but supporters of Ms Folbig, like retired Newcastle law professor Ray Watterson, they're confident. I'm feeling very confident. This inquiry will be short and sharp. It will will deal with the fresh medical evidence, the genetic evidence that shows that there are natural causes of death. It takes a village and it's been a bloody big village, I can tell you now, for Kathleen.
sitting in my psychology appointment earlier this week, I felt super lucky. Maybe not the feeling you'd expect, but I know how hard it is to get an appointment right now. Many parts of Australia, including the Hunter, are you know in what we would call a mental health desert. So there's little or no psychology services around certain regional and remote areas, and that's causing wait time given the surge in demand that we're experiencing. Tamara Cavanet is the president of the Aussie Psychological Society. So just how long are you waiting for that appointment? For regional parts, the average wait time is 45.2 days. So they're waiting, you know, about a month and a half. A six-week wait. When you're already not feeling great, that can't be good, right? When you have that kind of wait at the point you were willing to get help, it's, you know, incredibly disheartening and you might give up. And that's the thing that we're most concerned about. We put the call out for your stories on Facebook. Jess told us having a referral didn't even help. They had to book two months in advance to get that initial appointment locally with a psychiatrist. Tamara says telehealth has helped, but not as much as you might like. There are telehealth options available. You're just going, okay, what do I do for those 45 days? And I want to see someone face-to-face in my local area. Then it's about you doing the things that you know support your mental health. So talk to a friend, sleep, eat healthy, you know, exercise routine, all those good things that will keep you supported. What will fix the problem? Can you get into a psych's office sooner? We could certainly change some systems and get an effect in a very short time. We do have psychologists who provide services in regional and remote Australia. The issue really is that there's no incentive for anyone to do so. More psychs in more places. That's Tamara's hope. I think we're looking at dramatically lower numbers in those areas and we just want to see that shifted. This is an issue I'm really passionate about. I talk pretty openly about my own struggles with mental ill health, and I want to do more on how these wait times are impacting you. If you feel comfortable, message me at Kaya Handley on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Gosh, send me an owl and let me know the challenges you've faced, the experiences you've had. This isn't the last time we'll talk about this on the podcast. So now you know. Those are the key stories from the Hunter region for today. Tell your friends and remember to subscribe to the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up in the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow with your wrap of the news you need to know in Newcastle and the Hunter.